Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise, and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 and welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Another day, another episode. We are on number 11. Wow, it's so amazing how you can start off with a vision and an idea and then you actually get to see it manifest and come to pass. And that really is on many, many things, based off of many things. But one of the things that I think about as I'm thinking about today's episode, this really speaks to how I had to trust myself. There was this thought, this urge, this nudge for me to start a podcast. It was over a year ago. And I kind of just put it out there on my Facebook page and asked, hey, you know, if I were to start this, what do you think um, about it? What are your thoughts about it? And from there, I kind of just went along a journey of, of seeing how that unfolded. And so today's episode is going to support you do some of the work that I think is so important for you to shift your life to have the life of your dreams and the life that you really were intended to have. And so we're going to talk about how to trust yourself and, and to shift your life. I want to see that happen. This is something that I am extremely passionate about when I'm working with women, helping them to get to the point where they can trust themselves. So really being able to get rid of all of the stuff that's going to get in the way of them doing that and that they can hear very clearly their inner voice, and they can take action in their lives. And so we're going to talk about self-trust. And I really want you to think about right now, even in this moment, where you think you are with trusting yourself. And so before we move more into that, I want to give you more information about self-trust. And it can be defined as simply just kind of a self-reliance and having faith in yourself. I've also seen it in, said as a deep reliance on your own ability to handle life. And then I read, which I thought was a really great way of saying this, it's, it's kind of a mindset that whatever comes your way, you will be able to handle it. And so we're going to look at self-trust in this way, how it shows up, what's getting in the way, and how you can restore it in today's episode. And so I want you to walk away knowing that self-trust is your birthright. Think about it. Think about from the very beginning of your life as a baby, you knew when you were hungry, you knew when you were tired as a parent of small children. I still understand a lot of this. And so they know when they want to eat. They know what they like. 
they kind of are on this system of these rhythms and these preferences and they just instinctively know it. I remember the cries of our babies. I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old and a two-year-old at the time of this podcast. And I can just remember them knowing that cry. You could hear the cry of hunger or tiredness. It was very innate, nothing that they had to be taught. But over time, it is believed that the opinions of others, and as a parent, I have to be mindful of it as well, telling them they're not hungry or that they don't need that or they're not this or they're that. Because ultimately, those things conditioned us over time to really seek approval and guidance outside of ourselves, to kind of doubt our own selves and causing us to question what we think or what we feel. I know you probably are thinking, yes, that's probably my experience. That's what happens. Or maybe I'm even guilty of doing it to others. And so in that, what we want to do and even how I want to guide you through this episode is helping you to develop and nourish your own inner thoughts. And the more you're able to do this is is what we're going to talk about today. Self-trust and building the muscle again or restoring that so that you can learn to trust yourself. I believe, and this is the foundation of what I teach, is that everything you need is already within you. It's already within you. The answers, the insight, all of those small things that sometimes you stress about, you worry about, are already within you. And when we are in regular communication with ourselves, which is a challenge for many, and when we're leaning on ourselves for solving our own problems, so I believe nothing outside of you and God can answer the problem or help you get through the situation. When we take care of ourselves, because that's another challenge. One of the challenges that I, I've found is that a lot of the times we can't hear our own inner voice to trust ourselves because we haven't taken care of ourselves. And that's one of the key signs I want you to be aware of and be thinking of is that if you're having a hard time hearing your inner voice, that may be an indicator that you need to take a pause, pull away, and really care for yourself. And those are the things that you will see in a person who is trusting themselves. Now, the challenge, on the other hand, is that when we are not taking care of ourselves, we're neglecting ourselves, we are abandoning ourselves, we may find ourselves in a position where we are eroding our own self-trust. When we are making promises and we're not fulfilling those promises to ourselves are examples of how we could be eroding our own self-trust. Maybe another example of that in our lives could look like when we're making life choices that are in direct opposition to our own personal values. We're out of alignment is another example of how we could be eroding our own self-trust. And there's good news, and I'm going to share that in a moment. But these are the things that we need to be mindful of. Let me give you more practical examples. Maybe another practical example is that you keep feeling that internal nudge, that gut feeling, you feel God pulling you or saying something to you, and you moving into something new, and you move into something different. And not really heed to that could be another practical way 
of how we are in some way, some ways eroding our own self-trust. Another practical example is when you have that feeling to say no, but you say yes anyway. Or maybe it looks like you have this resentment about a job that you're on that you know you don't like, you don't enjoy, you want to do something else, but you don't move in it. Another practical example, and I wanted to give some practical examples in this episode. So maybe you could say, you know what, Natalie, maybe that is something I need to cultivate. Maybe it looks like you're staying in a relationship and that doesn't always have to be a romantic relationship, but you're in a relationship that could be draining. It's not maybe reciprocal or it's not really aligned with where you are or where you're going. Sometimes we have that lump in our throats and we want to speak up, but instead we stay in silence. These are some practical examples of what it could look like, what we could be doing right now that is eroding at the self-trust, that is not cultivating self-trust in our lives. And so I read this once and I thought this was so powerful. It says that self-trust grows from a history of promises made and kept. I'll repeat it. Self-trust grows from a history of promises made and kept. And so in that, asking ourselves, you know, how many times do we break our own trust on a daily basis? I committed myself to making some lifestyle changes. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I had three kids at the time of this episode. and In the last seven years, obviously, I've been pregnant a lot and I've gained weight. And so after each pregnancy, I would keep about five pounds. And so at the end of all of that, I ended up with 15 pounds that I didn't have prior to having children. And I had been telling myself I wanted to lose weight and I was going to do these things. And after nursing, because for me, my body holds fat when I nurse, that I would just lose the weight magically. I don't know what I was thinking, but I'm getting closer to 40. And so things in my body are changing. And I realized that, and I wanted to make a commitment to myself about this year, I wanted to change some things. And it wasn't until recently, it wasn't until recently that I really became serious and I'm actually on day number eight, come on, day number eight of a program um, by Dr. Enan Smith, Clean clean and lean, a new you, 30 days to a new you, something of that nature. But I really committed to that because I wanted to build self-trust. I had been feeling this urge to take better care of myself, to change my eating habits, to change my household's eating habits, and really be mindful of what I'm putting into the body because all of that affects the ability for me to do what I do on a daily basis. And so I'd ignored it, I'd ignored it, I ignored it. But I found myself not wanting to do that anymore and wanting to just trust that feeling that I was having about taking care of myself and really getting back to the woman that I want to be. And so I committed to that. And each day I recommit to that because we know even with self-trust, there are times where you might say, oh, I think I know it. And then tomorrow you kind of second guess it. You kind of doubt yourself. But each day recommitting to that. And I've done that for the last seven days and I've started to lose weight, which feels really great. And so in that, I want you to really start thinking about those things in your life that maybe you're breaking your own trust. 
the history of promises. Maybe you are not keeping promises and what's getting really in the way of you doing that. Because when we ignore ourselves and we kind of tuck away our wishes and our hopes and our needs and our desires, we make them far from where we are or where we want to be. We might find ourselves not giving ourselves what we say we really want or deserve. And I don't want that for you. You are listening to this podcast because you are a woman who is hungry for growth and change. You're wanting more. You know there's more to life and more to you. And you found yourself at times holding yourself back, but you're in a place that you're ready. That's why you landed on this episode, because you're ready for that. And so I want to talk about it more. I want to talk about how to restore self-trust. And I want you to understand that that is a process. And you've already started the process by simply listening to this episode. But this process really takes practice. And so building your self-trust, restoring your self-trust, I want you to see it like a workout, like a muscle of your body that you're really kind of focusing on one muscle. And if you've worked out before, you understand that we kind of isolate an area, a muscle, and really just work on it and focus on it. And in that, I want you to allow yourself the time, the commitment, and the patience to actually see the results, to see it happen, to see it come to pass. And that's what I'm challenging you to do, even as you're listening to this episode. Because I know we oftentimes can fall back into judging ourselves and being hard on ourselves and being very critical. But what I always encourage, what I always speak to women to say that that never serves you, it never makes you better, it never makes you feel better. And so we're going to work on, work on practicing. One of those things that you can do to practice, ladies, is really be mindful of going inward and being aware of what you are thinking, what you are feeling, not just about what you're doing. We are good at being doers, but it takes a little more intention. It takes a little more practice to be mindful of what we're thinking and how we're feeling. You know, a situation might be going on and someone will ask you, how do you feel about that? And we don't even know where to start. We don't know what, what, what to say. We don't even know what we think about it. And so those are some questions that you can start to do to implement. It's asking yourself around situations. How do I feel about that? What do I think about it? What is my sense on it? There, there are times when I have situations that happen in my own life and I will say to myself, I don't even know how to feel about that. And sometimes I need to process that with another person that I trust that will hear me out and allow me to kind of filter through my emotions and my thoughts to gather what I really think or feel. But that's what I want you to start doing, asking yourself, what do I think about that? How do I feel about it? What is my sense about it? Because in this, this really helps you to develop the habit of going inward and searching for those answers. A lot of the time, so we're so conditioned to go outside of ourselves for those answers that we might call a friend or a family member or a coworker or a spouse, or even maybe our children, and asking them, what do you think about this? And I want you to be more aware in doing that. Let me give you another practical way to do that. 
what you can do, very practical, is set an alarm for the same time every day. And I want you to stop at the moment that the alarm goes off and ask yourself, take a deep breath and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? How am I feeling right now? Again, that helps you to be more in tune. Another example of what you can do, very practical, is start to pay attention to your body and all of the signs and the signs and the signals that your body is giving you and name them. Like right now, maybe you're tired. There have been times after me having the children and I would be so sleep deprived. Sometimes my body would send me a signal that my eyes would just start burning. How many of us ignore that? I know I can't see you, but I would imagine many of us ignore those, those signs of tiredness or exhaustion. Maybe your stomach feels a certain way right before you go to work. Just paying attention to it. Those are ways that you can start to restore or cultivate self-trust. Let me give you some more. What I want you to know, and this is important, because a lot of the times we think that because we've made one poor choice, that we no longer have the ability to make good choices. And that's simply not true. The truth is we all have made choices that we weren't proud of or later on we disagreed with or that we thought we should have done differently. And so the idea that you cannot make good choices because you've made one or many poor choices is not true. Another thing that I want you to realize as we're talking about building and cultivating and restoring self-trust is really to know that you are the expert on your life. You are the expert. And I really take that approach as I am doing coaching with clients, as I work in counseling with clients. They are the expert on their lives and it's my job to guide them. Now that doesn't mean we don't get help or support. We don't get feedback or guidance from others, but we respect other people's opinions as much as we respect our own opinions. And I think that's the difference. Respecting your own opinion as much as you respect the opinion of others. And that really puts us in a position to see things differently. Here's another thing you can do. Very practical. I want you to list out all of the things that you like about yourself all the things you like about yourself. Take out a sheet of paper and really allow yourself to physically write them. Sometimes we'll say we'll do it and then we'll say them, but I want you to write them. And if you're challenged, if you are challenged with that, start with a few. And for those who really want to stretch themselves, I challenge you to write at least 50 things you like about yourself. This is so important because the formula to trusting yourself is really about trusting yourself and loving yourself. Trusting yourself and loving yourself, loving yourself, because it is difficult to trust someone that you don't love. It becomes, it becomes very difficult. And so we have that difficulties with people outside of ourselves. We also have to be mindful of that may be difficult for ourselves to do to ourselves. And so make that list and really jot down things. Maybe there are things about your appearance, about your character, 
about how proud you are, about how you're showing up in life. It could be anything. And allowing yourself to see that and take it in. Another thing that I thought that might be helpful for you that will help you to build, cultivate, or restore your self-trust is to reward yourself and give yourself credit for things. Whenever I'm working with a woman, I'm always asking her to give herself credit. Even if it seems very minimum, very small, the thing that she's done or, or she's accomplished, I ask her to give yourself credit for that. Give yourself credit for that because that is very important. And then the last thing I want to offer as we're talking about how to do this and why it's so important is because you can actually think about the times that you actually made good decisions. I know you probably are thinking of the times you did not, but what about the times where you really made a great decision? I have hiccups. What about those times? And what are you doing about focusing on those times as well? And so as we're coming to the end of this, I want us to think about these things because when we're able to develop and cultivate self-trust, we literally can change our lives. <laughs> we eliminate the self-doubt. We eliminate the fear, the shame, the guilt, all of the stuff that ho holds us back from having the life that we want and were created to have. You literally can shift your life in just implementing the things that we talked about today. I am so excited about you taking back self-trust and the ability to trust yourself. And this episode really brings that to the forefront. Also want to encourage you to go to the website, go to the website and get your free chapter of my book, Perfect, Complete, and Lacking Nothing, where I actually spend time in the book talking about self-trust and talking about tr trusting your inner wisdom, your inner guidance, God within. So visit the website and get your free chapter of the book, Perfect, Complete, and Lacking Nothing, what every woman needs to know about herself. I've enjoyed this episode. Leave me your comments. Let me know where you've heard nuggets or insights or ahas that have spoken to you. And I will see you on the next episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.